This is Notable Nerds, a pro nerd report podcast where we introduce you to really cool nerds who are doing really cool things. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my goal is to highlight nerdy, talented people who are killing it in the world. In each episode, we will hear their origin story, and they will impart a bit of advice and wisdom to others who might be looking to get in their industry or just learn something new. Without further ado, thank you for joining us, and now let's meet today's Notable Nerd. Hey, it's your boy Sebastian. Just wanted to give you a heads up that this episode of Notable Nerds was recorded before I changed the podcast name from The Pro Nerd Report to Notable Nerds. Notable Nerds is a podcast under the Pro Nerd Report brand. Just wanted to let you know so you didn't think you were listening to the wrong show. That said, thank you and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said in the intro, joining me, we have a very special guest today. He is the creator and solo developer of the indie game Dead Event and Movie Quest. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Justin, a.k.a. Sour J. How you doing today, Justin? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Glad to have you on the show. So for the people who may not know you, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, uh, my name is Justin. You might know me as Sour J on Twitter. That's uh, my screen name. I am the like you said, the developer of two games, Dead Event and Movie Quest. I do that independently by myself um, for about five years now. Man, that's that's incredible. So, well, right off the bat, like when every time I have a new guest, I have a segment called "Putting You on the Spot." This this allows people to get to know you a little bit, as well as I kind of get to hit you with that one-two punch right at the very beginning. <laughs> you know, so I'm gonna put you on the spot real quick. What's your top five games of all time? I'm just gonna hit you with a big, heavy question. Ah, oh, geez. Well, I'd have to say Warcraft 3 The Frozen Throne would be my first. Uh, good RTS game, um, you know, back all the way back in 2003, got me into gaming. Uh, there's a lot of mods for that. Uh, that's where Dota and League of Legends came from. Um, that's speaking incredible. Of League of Legends, mm-hmm. that would be my second. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's a little cringe to be my second, but, you know, um, it's come a long way, you know, from, from being the creator was partially with the dota creator from warcraft 3 and it's a love-hate relationship for me okay Um, okay i like the first two choices so what's the third uh well i would have to say world of warcraft i played that for such a long time and it kind of innovated the whole mmorpgs there's a lot of mmorpgs before that like you know runescape and things like that but um i I really got to give it to world of warcraft on that one just for making that that consistency with it um but um, fourth, I would I would say Minecraft. Okay, um, okay, that yeah. one is like it's that one was me. so far is like none of these games, uh, all these I kind know. of games like match up, and then you throw Minecraft in there. That one kind of surprised <laughs> I got me. Got to man, and that's the thing; it's for everyone, and and mm-hmm. that's what's cool about it. You know, kids can play it, adults can play it. You can mod it. Uh, it's just such a, a cool game for its time. You know, it, it brings so many good times for me, and I actually learned a lot from game development from it. Um, I, I learned how to mod things, you know, how to, how to code in JavaScript and things like that from just playing on Minecraft. It's pretty, that's how I basically got my foundation for game development. That is crazy because I had an interview the other day where a guy mentioned a very similar thing about Minecraft. He said it really inspired him as well as a solo developer. It's it is so cool how Minecraft has basically like inspired a whole new generation of developers, you know? 
yeah, it just it kind of like opened the door for me to get me into into really learning, you know, how to make games. Like you'd be surprised how much goes behind those mods that people make, you know, with with crazy things like running water in Minecraft, things that you can't normally do in the in the regular version, electricity and things like that. I wouldn't be surprised if like this inspires a whole new generation of kids like and kids feel more comfortable going into video game development because of Minecraft. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's a really good tool and a really good educational thing to learn off of, too. You know, I wasn't even expecting anything serious out of it. I made a few servers, you know, had some people on. I think I made like 20 bucks. I wasn't really trying to like make money or anything, you know, and it just was a really good learning experience for me, especially as a young adult you know and you never really think that would come out of such a blocky game you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah i because that was my like hurdle when i first heard of minecraft I, it was the visuals of it because i was used to like games especially being that i'm like a 90s kid so when i started yeah. gaming like the visual quality of games kept going higher and higher and higher and then here comes this game that looks very much like a 2d blocky almost well you get what i mean like a three-dimensional yeah. blocky game and i'm like Okay, that's a huge step backwards from what I, I'm used to, but that game took over. Just completely it took over. It still is number one, honestly, in a lot of people's eyes. It's 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 still reigning king for a lot of games and it just because it's so simple and, and you know you can mod it. But uh speaking of mods, uh I'd have to throw out my fifth one here since we're on that topic. Okay. Um Gary's mod. Uh I don't know if you ever played it, but Gary's mod is just the adult version of Minecraft for me. Uh because you can do anything on that game, like literally. Um, I, the possibilities are endless. I also moved over to that and kind of learned Lua scripting with that too, and had my own server for like role play and things like that. And um, there was a mod on there called Cinema, and you basically hang out and watch movies with friends. It's just like a, a YouTube player inside of the game, nothing special. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got my inspiration for my second game off that movie quest. You know, I, I kind of did a spinoff on that and and you know people can watch movies in like a virtual theater so let's dive into your games here let's start with movie quest can you tell us more about the inspiration behind the game i know you alluded to the game a minute ago but let's dive deeper into it well movie quest is more of like a, just a virtual online theater it was a lot of uh all the covid thing going around at the time mm -hmm. and all that and you know i really loved going to the movie theater and i couldn't it was closed and it just that bothered me. And so I recreated like a 90s feel uh, movie theater, like old school movie theater. You know, you go with the arcade and you can yeah. play Flappy Bird in there and all that. Um, I don't know, maybe you got friends all over the world and sometimes it's hard to get together and watch a movie sometimes. You know, you can do the voice calls and all that, but it's not the same. Um, but with Movie Quest, you can basically, um, you can, you know, role play and, and watch a movie synced together in time. Um, and I'm playing a lot of older movies because of copyright issues. Uh, you know, I can't obviously play new movies. I don't have rights to it, but I'm playing, you know, public domain movies. Yeah, that like makes sense. Night of the Living Dead, uh, you know, Little Shop of Horrors, classics that a lot of people haven't seen yet, too, which is pretty cool. Kind of re reimagining them in a, in a more setting where you can like do quests and stuff like that, too, like help the janitor clean, clean up poop out of the bathroom and things like that. It's crazy things. That that makes sense. And one of the things that kind of stood out to me when I was in Movie Quest is like some of the cool artwork and like the posters you did in that. And <laughs> there there's some really funny ones in that. They're really I tried really, to meme as much as I could. Yeah, and it felt like that. Like there was like a a, a spoof on Loki that really caught my eye. 
And then there was like a couple of meme ones that really just like stood out to me. But I got a really cool kick out of just walking down the corridor, going into the different movies. It was almost as fun as just experiencing the movies themselves. I appreciate it. Yeah, I would try to recreate, you know, that the whole environment of it. But, um, you know, my first game uh, was that event. You know, it's not as like in depth and, and things like that. But uh, I got a huge story about about all that. Yeah, yeah. Let's dive into it. So you're alluding to a story you have to tell. Let's hear about it. Uh, so, yeah, um, basically, years ago, I was married, you know, working my butt off at a regular job, you know, with dreams of becoming a game dev. And I wanted to make games as a career, but, you know, just messing with Minecraft mods and things like that, um, you know, started doing like a Unity tutorial and, you know, looking up YouTube videos and uh, just started to like, fumble around with games and just play with the editor and learn. And uh, my spouse at the time told me it was unrealistic to pursue any kind of career like that. You know, she said that, you know, I should get a, I could get two jobs at like a grocery store or something. It would be you know, equivalent to the pay of that and just kind of knock me down a little bit with it. And I didn't pursue it. I, I took her advice and I didn't continue. And I ended up just putting it all on a hard drive and uh, joining the U.S. Army <laughs> as a rifleman, uh, which is insane for me, uh, you know, being a computer guy and all. Yeah. yeah, man, that was the hardest thing I've ever done physically in my life. I was 28 years old, running around with 18 year old kids, football players. They were just out outdoing me physically, you know, and <laughs> I tried my best. I, I tried best I could. You know, drill sergeant screaming at me saying, this isn't a video game. You can't press X to jump. And oh, thinking, that sucks. Yeah, like it sucked. It was bad. But I was doing it for, for my country and I wanted to make something in my life. And, you know, I, I, I didn't really know my way. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Um, I, I wanted to be a game developer, but everyone was telling me, no, you, you, you're not going to be able to do that, especially without money for college or anything, you know. Um, and I was just learning online with YouTube and free resources. Um, but, uh, I didn't go on tour or anything. I, I actually got hurt during the end of training and was on crutches for about a year. Oh no. I hurt my knees pretty bad. I can walk now. I'm good and everything, but you know, it still kind of hurts. I'm still kind of in daily pain with it. Um, but I got medical discharge and was sent home, um, at a later date. Um, so if I wanted to return to, I could, but I don't think it just wasn't for me. You know, it wasn't my thing. Uh, I tried so many other jobs too prior, like IT and call center. But um, the funny thing is, I actually wanted to be in IT in the army, but the recruiter kind of misled me uh, to be infantry because there was like a 20k bonus. Oh, for okay. Completing that, and yeah. Like, oh, you can get a bunch of money if you get, you know, you get shot at. And I'm like, it's not really what I want to do, but it sounds nice. So I, I, you know, I did it just for the. I figured the money I could use the money to maybe pay for game for for school, and they'll pay for my school for game development and whatnot because that's what I really wanted to do deep down inside. And uh, once I joined, I found out I didn't qualify for that money because I had a GED. And no. the, bonus is only f the, the bonus is only for high school diploma. And it's kind of ridiculous policy they have, but even though it's the same thing. That is yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Um, but anyways, I, after I get discharged, I got home to my wife uh, actually uh, divorcing me for, for being a failure in the military. No. I guess what she called it. Uh, yeah, so I had that. I pretty much lost everything I had. Uh, threw everything I had left in my car and was kind of homeless for a year in my car driving across the country. No joke. Man, I gotta know. What happened next? I ended up landing a job at a grocery store. 
um, as pu pushing carts. Wow. And uh, got in an apartment, got back up on my feet. You know, I, I listened uh, to a lot of motivational speakers and um, kind of just got my, my head back in the game. You know, like this, this, this is not you, you know, you need to find your way. Like this is not your way, you know? So um, I had a better job as an IT working from home, um, you know, kind of just on the up and up from there and, and stable. And then uh, you know, I said, you know what? I'm not going to be complacent with that. I want to be a game developer. You know, I, I actually want to do that. Even if even if it doesn't, nothing comes out of it, at least I can say that I made a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's amazing. Like, like a bucket list, kind of. Mm -hmm. So I uh, pulled up my old products on my hard drive, started to make games again while working full-time. Uh, spent about two to four hours each day working, building games, and learning. Became my passion. Uh, while also meeting the love of my life, uh, supporting girlfriend now <laughs> uh, for years. So... Um, I had even less time to make games, you know, I was working and after, as soon as I got off work, knock out like two hours of the game, you know, learn something for an hour, uh, code something for an hour and just grind at it and grind at it every single day. And, uh, you know, I didn't stop. And two years later, um, my, my game dead event was playable. It's, it's a MMORPG. And, um, I said, okay, I'm going to publish it on steam. I bet nobody will play it. You know, I, it's like nobody's going to play this. This is just for my resume. You know, it, it it's a hobby and it, maybe it'll get me an entry level job as a game developer. That was my whole plan. Like, oh, I can take this and, you know, go to a company and let, let me answer the phone for you at least to get my foot in the door. You know, I made a game or whatnot. Yeah. So I told yeah. my girlfriend, you know, I don't expect anything. Like Zero dollars is what I expect. I'm just putting this on my resume. It's a multiplayer game. It's just my hobby. Just because I didn't want to get my hopes up you know, been through all that, you know, all the troubles I've been through and things like that. And, um, cause it was still a dream in, in a sense. So to make a long story short, um, you know, the first month I made $3,000 when I published it. That's amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely I, I amazing. I had no idea that was going to happen. And some indie games don't even make $1. So I was even just blessed to have that. And the next month I ended up quitting my job cause I made another 3000 and, you know, the months following, I ended up going full-time indie game dev because of it, and it was constant. Had a player community growing on Discord. Um, it grew to the point where I had no time to work. I was pulling. Uh, I had to quit because I was pulling all-nighters grinding. Like, literally, I would I would be always up working on the game, you know, working my day job, working on the game, and I was getting burnt out by working a job and doing game development full-time. So I quit my job and, you know, and, and just kind of went on blindly to, to just follow my dreams. And it, you know, came through, I made it. Um, it I ended up making $14,000 in six months, um, way more than my $10 an hour job. And yeah, that was it. You sure. know, I, I actually am a game developer now and, and you know, no school, self-taught uh, on YouTube, no marketing effort on my part, just word of mouth from the player base. Now I'm at a point where I need to market the game while building them and uh, also look forward to, you know, maybe working for a bigger game company with, uh, to expand my portfolio in the gaming industry. And I published my second game in April, Movie Quest, um, and I'm still striving to do my best. But, you know, all in all, it goes to show you, you know, you don't you don't have to listen to what other people are saying, you know, um, you know, oh, you can't do this oh you can't do that. But do whatever makes you happy. You know, life is too short. First of all, Justin, thank you so much for your service. Next off, that is so inspirational. That is so inspiring. You found yourself at a low point, maybe the lowest in your life, but you kept picking yourself up. 
You kept clawing towards your dream. And now look at you. You kept going and now look at you. You made two games, both with active communities. Despite everything you went through, you did that. You accomplished all that. That is amazing. That's a story that could really motivate someone right now. That's amazing. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know, and, and um, part of my inspiration, you know, um, behind it is just being tired of not completing life goals, you know. Um, it, 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 you can, like, make a game from scratch. You know, I can scratch it off my bucket list, you know, now that I made a game, you know, and I wanted to make something enjoyable that I en enjoyed making it, too. But um, a lot of games are just stale to me right now, too, and I just wanted something more for my life. But um, Dead Event, you know, is just like a, a mass multiplayer online, like, role-playing game where the player grows as a creature, and the creature gets bigger and bigger over time with interactions in the game. And when you die, you lose some of that growth. Um, they can like form a colony and stuff like that and, and be part of like a player created ecosystem where they eat each other. Kind of like, uh, um, other games where like, like, like snake, you know, you get bigger yeah, and like bigger, the more you go, but it's like a, a RPG and it just kind of blew up. You know, I didn't expect it. And like I said, I, I didn't expect anything out of it. It was just trying to do that for my resume to kind of build my portfolio. That's amazing. And I think it's that old saying, if you work for your dreams, then one day your dreams could work for you. It's like you True. are. Yeah, I'm like, you're killing it out here. And it's a really cool story. And I really commend you for, you know, just clawing your way back up and making your dreams happen. Thank you. I appreciate that. So let's dive deeper into Dead Event and Movie Quest. They're, they're both sure. kind of they're both very different games. So what kind of inspired you to go in such a different direction after dead event to movie quest you know what i mean that's a good question yeah so basically with that um being said i made dead event realizing it was a niche and i, I didn't realize it until after you know when i started to kind of tell people about it they're like oh you know it's not my game it's not my kind of game you know i don't play survival pvp games i don't mm -hmm. do that you know I, I and it was just it was hard for me to kind of like get people into the game only certain people were like all in so I thought to myself and and my income was starting to go from the game was going down a little bit you know because it kind of started to lose traction and i said to myself what can i do to gain that traction back what what kind of game does everyone like oh everyone likes to watch movies like who, who doesn't like to watch a movie you know so i thought why don't i recreate all the old classic movies and put them into a game and make my own movie theater because I, I thought how cool would it be to open your own movie theater you know but i don't have the money for that so I just made it myself, you know what I mean, kind of thing. And now I, I literally am selling advertising spots, if you know, and and literally making it my own theater. And uh, Movie Quest kind of gave me that traction back. You know, I'm starting starting to pick up, and some days it's doing better than my my uh, other game. So, you know, the first game was kind of like a trial run. Like, is this really happening? And then this, once you do it the first time, it's easier the second time. Like I slapped that thing out the second time. So fast and and it was like half the time because i knew what i was doing you know the first time i was making the game i had no idea i'm just like you know banging a hammer on it like i have no idea what i'm doing um but the, the second time it was a lot easier yeah it's almost like that minecraft effect you know the controls yep. now so everything seems like second nature you know exactly it's a, yeah it's like a muscle it's almost like muscle memory so to speak mm -hmm. you like you learn the craft and now like everything afterwards becomes slightly easier unless you're going yep. in a completely different field then you know there's new challenges with that but still i mean that's amazing uh, and and as a, a 90s kid that was always one of my dreams is like one day i'm gonna get super rich i'm gonna have my own movie theater like <laughs> and you that's got what to i was dreaming about 
yeah. yeah i mean it feels really weird it's like i i do own a movie theater but it's like it's so weird because i see people like in it like i'll go into the theater and i'll actually like see them like sitting down watching a movie and it's so strange to see like it it's it's really cool actually <laughs> in a sense i'm hope to like reach out to like uh you know big companies like like Fox and 21 Century, maybe they'll give me deals to put their movies in there too, and maybe some YouTubers as well. Um, but yeah, it has a lot of potential behind it. It's kind of just a prototype of early access right now. Yeah, I mean, that would be really cool, especially to see like other indie movies in that as well. Yeah, true. That would be really dope. I'm a pretty big like anime fan, and recently there was a fan-made version of like Dragon Ball Z where this guy like completely remade his adaptation of Dragon Ball Z, but it kind of paid homage to like the original version. That's awesome. It blew up on YouTube, but that's beside the point. Like, it would be really cool to see something like that in the theater as well. And I'm like, open to it. Yeah, I love supporting other indie developers, especially stuff like that, you know, and I really think that, uh, that's something that you know we're going to grow into for sure um but yeah it, it's pretty challenging you know it's to do all that it wasn't easy <laughs> yeah for sure so here's a segue question though it's kind of leans into what we've been talking about with movie quest but kind of like in your own personal interest what's your favorite movie of all time Ooh, uh well i would probably say uh probably night of the living dead the old one i actually didn't really think that would be my answer mm -hmm. um but you know put on the spot like that and it's just without thinking about it that's what came to my head i didn't watch the full the full thing and not many people really seen it because it's like the first zombie movie ever yeah but if you actually watch it it's a pretty good movie um I, you'd be surprised you know and that's one of the movies playing in my theater as well mm -hmm. and i was glad to kind of pay you know homage to that too i was hoping you would say something that's not currently in your theater because when you said night of the living dead as, as a person who's experienced movie quest i was like well that's already there because i was going to ask you though what would be like the well, big like if uh, i could you... put it like a hollywood you know kind of label on it i would mm -hmm. say like i'd probably say i am legend okay, i like that movie really cool. that's a cool movie or or you know um yeah, just, just I love a lot, a lot of zombie movies. I'm more <laughs> of like a show person. Like I, I was really big into Walking Dead. That was my thing for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I heard they're going to make a movie too, which I'm super excited about. But but yeah, yeah that I love the, all the zombie stuff. That's that gets me excited about everything. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So a zombie movie such as like I Am Legend or maybe like a Walking the Walking Dead movie or even maybe like a World War Z kind of movie would be. Yeah, basically is where I fall into. Yeah, I wouldn't say I really have like a, a favorite favorite. So mm -hmm. I was really curious on what would be like that get hype. My life is now complete. I got this movie in my movie. Theater well, I do that with superhero quest. movies sometimes, like yeah. the Thor movies. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> those, uh, I expect everyone to get hyped about all the Marvel stuff because that's always cool to see, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's really amazing. So let's dive into the game development itself. What were some challenges that you had while developing Movie Quest and Dead Event? Well, uh I wouldn't say it was anything technical because technical stuff is literally you can YouTube it nowadays. All the information's free. Most of it's self-motivation. My players are shocked that 120% of the time I'm on beast mode. You know, I, what I mean by that is I, I'm just shocked that mo more people are not on beast mode with their lives because um, there's people living paycheck to paycheck that are just comfortable. It's, it's the weirdest thing to me. Um, you know, I, I honestly think people need to follow their dreams unless you're unless you're number one in your industry you shouldn't be chilling and if you are number one in your industry you have enough common sense to know that you better not be chilling still you know every single day in my life i'm getting 120 percent 
I don't have days where I feel like I, I, I don't like it or I don't want to do it. Why? Because, you know, my family's counting on me. I'm counting on me, you know, and, and I don't have days to waste. You know, a lot of people give 50% effort and um, expect to, to get what um, the, you know, the people that give 120% get. And you, you can't give low effort and get what you want. It's just a fact, you know, I, I hate, you know, some people don't want to hear that, but you, you just can't, you got to give more than you're expected to give. And, um, you don't just wake up with one day and be like, Oh, my, my goals are accomplished now. What do I do next? You know, that doesn't happen like that. You know, it, it comes with blood, sweat and tears and hard work and, and beast mode determination. That's what I talk about that. Like you got to get going, you got to get hyped about it. You got to, you know, have fun with it. And especially alone, you know, doing an entire team's worth of work as an indie dev is not easy. You're the artist, you're the composer. You can, you can hire people, but usually we don't have money for that stuff. And uh, some people care about more about watching TV and, you know, than grinding at their dreams. Um, all the information available is available. All the technical information is free on the internet. All you have to do is make it happen. Um, you know, it bothers me when people give up and and when they come across an obstacle, especially. Um, I think that's the hardest part about it is when you come across an obstacle, people just give up and, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I can't afford assets. Well, there's free assets. Oh, you know, I can't buy assets. There's like $5 assets there, you know, there's no tools available. Now there's unity. Like, oh, you know, I don't have the time. Yeah, you do. What do you do after work? You know, you're just chilling <laughs> and you want to be a game developer, but you're chilling. You know what I'm saying? Um, you need to rise up and, and tell that obstacle, you know, I'm here just like you're here. You know, the obstacles are there and you're like, I'm here too. And I will not leave without this, without this dream happening. And until I get it, you will not defeat me. Like you straight up will not defeat me. And, and I, I get excited about that because I've been through so much hell in my life. You know, there's a huge story when I was a kid too, but that's just a whole nother thing. Um, you know, I'm going to get something out of my pain and suffering. I, you know, I, I didn't come this far in life to, to, to not do nothing. You know what I mean? And, and life said, I can't do it. And I did it. And if I can do it, being homeless out of my car, you can, you can do it too. You can, you can definitely achieve your dreams. You just need to believe in yourself, never give up, but it's crazy. You know, I'm sitting here wearing a shirt from my game. Look, it, literally look at this. By the way, this it's is a insane really good shirt. Yeah. I like the, and, I, I like that. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a creature from one of my games here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, um, a fan made it, uh, as concept art and we started selling merchandise together you know i gave them a cut of it uh with what we sell and i never thought you know i'd be at this point where i'd be selling merchandise with my game like you know what i'm saying like that was never even a thought in my head and I, here i am making it happen because of like i talked about beast mode you got to go 120 you got to put in the effort um otherwise it's just going to stay a thought in your head you know life is like what did it feel like to get Man, a shirt made after something you created? Once it came in the mail, I like almost screamed. It was so exciting. You know what I mean? Even if mm -hmm. my game didn't make millions of dollars, I just made enough to quit my job. You know, life is crazy and, it, and it's not easy, but you got to get something out of it. You know, you, you got to overcome and you, you, everyone goes through something and, and you got to get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can't just be like, oh, you know, maybe one day I'll make a game and then you're, you know, you're 70 years old and you're like, oh, too late. Like, I mean, you still make a game at 70, believe it or not, but uh, you got to just apply yourself. You know what I mean? You, you can't wait till you're on your deathbed saying, oh, I, I, you know, I make a game or, you know, I'm going to do this and that, but you got to, you got to give it 120. 
not 90, not 50, not 100. You got to give it 120. You got to give her everything because time is the most valuable thing. You can make money, but time is is always against you. That's amazing. That is amazing. I I admire your mental fortitude because not everyone has Thank that you. drive and determination. <laughs> I mean, it is it is one of those things you you were alluding to it earlier. It is hard on on some days, especially when you're like when that complacency sits in. When that like yep. that when you get lazy, complacent, yeah. When mm -hmm. that laziness sits in, that complacency sits in. It's it's all it's the easy thing to just sit down and just watch a show or like yeah. say that like, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. It's that easy thing to procrastinate, but to really give it 110%, 150% to really push yourself when you really don't feel like doing it. And that's when you actually start to see the results. Like it's a compound effect and you make it happen with your life. You know, mm -hmm. you manifest it because you could literally sit there and do nothing and nothing will happen or you can just do it. It'll be painful. I, I'm not gonna say it was easy. Like I, I was singing and dancing the whole time of making games. There mm -hmm. was a, there was times that I about cried, and there was times that I about was like, you know, this is I'm done. This is this is hard. And then the next day, I just hit it again. You know what I mean? And just scratch at it until it broke, and it just grew into all the the pain and effort that I went through just became something. You know what I mean? Because you don't do all that for nothing. No. And even if you know, it, even if you don't make money off your game you know, or, or whatever you do, at least you, you did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like climbing a mountain. You know how they say yeah. like, you're, you're not really given money for climbing a mountain or running a marathon, but you, but it's you that did personal. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did it. It's that personal satisfaction. And it's one. those little goals yeah. that have, why do you think, and I learned this from the military too. Uh, why do you think they may have you make your bed perfectly in the military? No one knows. They just think they, they, they yell at you to make your bed. No, it's because they're trying to, get you to complete one goal when you wake up an easy goal you make your bed boom there's a goal it gives you momentum for the next goal you made breakfast boom there's the next goal you go to work boom there's the next goal you set small goals for yourself and then those small goals you'll be like you'll get such in a repetition of winning and, and doing all these goals that when you go up against something big like oh make a game boom there it is you know what i mean like you just make it happen but you got to yeah. be bigger than the obstacles you have to that's amazing that is amazing Justin, it is amazing that you were able to overcome that and still have this mental fortitude, this mentality, this like never say die attitude of like, I can make it, I can claw myself there if I got to. That well, is my last it's breath. Astounding. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I just, you know, I want something more in my life. You know, you're, you're tired of, you know, and I bet I could speak for a lot of people. It gets tiring doing the same job every day. You know, oh, yeah, and, for sure. And you have to do it for your family. I'm not saying quit your job. No, I, I worked a job for over five years while making a game two, three hours a day. Sometimes I only got to touch the game for 20 minutes, five minutes. Literally, I remember my my wife calling me to bed saying, hey, it's time to, you know, it's, it's three in the morning. Maybe you should get up, up you know, quick five minutes and make and code this line. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. five minutes here, five minutes there. They all add up. You know what I mean? And, and I really think that. Um, I've sacrificed a lot to get here. Um, it wasn't easy. And and I think that anybody can do it. Because I, like I said, I was literally working dead end jobs in a call center, uh, you know, kind of doing nothing with my life. I lived out of my car for almost a year. And now I'm literally a game developer. It's insane. That is. And it's really cool how you got here. Let me throw a curveball at you. Let me sure. give you uh, this is a question that is completely out of the blue. But you are someone who's very driven. You're someone who who can see a purpose through like 
if you were given uh, unlimited funds, let's say a Microsoft or a Sony or even maybe like a, a Steam through like unlimited money at you, what type of game would you want to make? What, oh, what would man. be like the big budget Justin Sour J type of game? Well, I think that, man, you got me on this one. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I really think there's a lot of competition out there, first of mm -hmm. all. And you really got to do something different. And that's kind of what I did with Movie Quest is kind of do something different. So if I had a limited money, what I would do is probably make like a new survival game to to compete with Rust. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Rust, but mm -hmm. um, I feel like the game is like super toxic and it's unenjoyable, but it has good game mechanics uh, for, you know, uh, that kind of game. But I feel like I would make the next best survival game. You know, um, there's a lot of that that kind of genre is a little bit dying and it's kind of just like rust and you know I, I like the whole it's just like minecraft you know you start out you get some wood you build a house that's like my thing so i would kind of take it to the next level um in that kind of sense and mix it you know with other genres too i would be on board to play that that sounds like a game i'd completely like jump into because yeah like you said i i don't necessarily like a rust for the reasons you listed I like the mechanics of it, but I don't necessarily like the community aspect. Yeah, as soon of as it. you spawn in, you get killed with someone with a rock, like literally, yeah. <laughs> some naked guy with a rock, like immediately, and it, and he's like swearing at you in the mic, and you're just like, okay, I'm just gonna like uh, log off now, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like you sure. didn't even get a chance. You know what I mean? Like they could have been done better, and that's such a big company, you know. Um, not not to talk bad about it because I respect the creators, but the thing oh, is, yeah, is like. Sure they need to have you spawn in a safe zone. You, know, you can't spawn around the map. There needs to be some sort of, you know, area protected area that you spawn in and, and you know, more of like a town and things like that. I just think it could have been done, executed better, um, you know, more levels to travel to and things like that. Yeah, I get it completely. We're not talking bad about that game itself. It's just oh, of like, course. yeah, we're just saying it, it could go in a completely different direction that would probably have some more user-friendly experiences absolutely yeah i completely agree i'm with just that. saying though um the reason i mentioned the bad thing is because those creators have the money to do it Why yeah don't for they sure do it? like that's what gets me about triple a game studios is that you know they have so much money and it just seems like they for once they get that money they forget about what the players actually want if you look at the reviews on rust it literally says like spawn in and die this isn't fun kind of thing and you know they're making so much money off of people that enjoy that toxicity that they don't really care and they kind of lost that whole thing and you know the first the creator of rust he, he made gary's mod prior and that had so much passion into it and then this game it seems like it was just like a money grab in my sense and i i really just think that um it could be better and, and they could have done it way better and that's the thing with indie devs is we can outwork AAA studios by listening to the community because that's where we stand out. And as an indie dev, you got to listen to your community because building up that community is what's going to keep you as a developer. That makes so much sense. I'm going to throw an idea at you. You and I talking kind of gave me an idea. Uh, sure. And you feel free to veto this. Like, I love the, what you're doing with Movie Quest. Have you ever thought about taking it in a different direction, maybe doing a side game called like Concert Quest? Yeah, I think that's that'd be funny really cool. you mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. I actually wanted to at one point when I first made Movie Quest, it was kind of like a venue, like it wasn't a movie theater. It was like a um, 
a lobby venue and I was going to have movies there that people could play yeah. YouTube things they could play. And I was planning on opening the front doors and having like an outdoor concert stage where people can do karaoke and things like that. Like with your microphone, like yeah. funny, I thought it'd be hilarious to see like people really actually singing the songs and stuff like that. And, uh, or bands playing and having a virtual concert there. Um, and things like that. Um, you know, EDM artists would be really interested in it. So that is a great idea. I thought of it, but I just went to the movie direction route. So it wouldn't be something that would be hard for me to create. I actually probably might steal that idea, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll no. have to get together on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I was just thinking about it. Cause like the concept that you have with movie quest, you, you can very much spin it off into a virtual concert, uh, like concert kind of adaptations there. You can like maybe call it concert quest. You can have, Oh, like, that's true. Right? Yeah. You can have three different venues kind of going on. It can kind of almost be like Coachella meets, it meets like maybe that EDM vibe or that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, while we were talking about, it, I was thinking like, like virtual cons uh, concerts are like the big rage right now, especially when you see like Fortnite and how you see like Travis Scott or Ariana Grande, they're yeah. all doing concerts right now. And I was thinking like, Movie Quest is a very cool idea, especially in this um, in like pandemic world that we're living in right now. And, you know, the movies are just now starting to get momentum, starting to get their footing. But I feel like they only got their footing with like major movies like yeah. Top Gun, Marvel movies, exactly. that sort of thing. No one's no one's really rushing out to the theater right now to see like smaller scale movies, it's, especially it, not public no uh, domain movies you can see for free um that's why i kind of did like a prototype like let's see mm -hmm. if i can show movies like is this possible like i didn't even know if i could pull it off you know yeah. <laughs> it was like a frankenstein when i started it up like it's alive i can't believe it you know um mm -hmm. but it, it works and and i really think that that would be a great idea uh to do that stuff too so then i'm always open to to ideas because that's that's the thing like as a creator of any kind you know you have to have that open mind so yeah, for sure, for sure. Not trying to pressure you into no, anything no. By, by no means. I was just like, oh, that would be a pretty cool concept as well. It's a really good idea, actually, and uh, I think that that could go a long way. Um, but um, have you ever seen Mystery Science Theater? Like that name sounds cool. Show. Right? It's basically a show where um, guys sat like you could see like their their chairs, like the back of their heads in the theater, and mm -hmm. they, it was like a robot and like a guy, like a couple robots, and they would commentate on bad movies they would watch free movies oh, and they okay. would commentate and like kind of do voiceovers like mm -hmm. talk up talk, like like lip sync like talk over the person that's talking in the movie and make mm -hmm. fun of it and that's kind of where i got like a lot of inspiration for movie quest too like i thought it'd be funny to kind of do that with your friends like go see like an old movie and just like laugh about it or something you know yeah for sure and, and talk about it but yeah it's it's uh pretty cool first of all sour jay i want to thank you so much for being on the show i want to thank you for sharing your experiences your personal journey your personal story and hanging out with me for a bit to talk about your two games movie quest and dead event i'm so glad you came on the show today because you really are a cool story and an inspirational story that i think people need to know about and once again i thank you for taking the time to really just diving in with your life story that was really brave of you well, absolutely. You know, and I, I look to be an inspiration for not just any game developers, but for anyone, really, you know, anybody can, if I can do it, you can, let's just put it that mm -hmm. way. You know, I remember literally eating trash out of while, while I was homeless. And, and now, you know, I got to order some food. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I didn't, it didn't just wake up like that, you know, and, and you got to work for it.
Yeah, for sure. For sure. So before we go, do you have any um, plugs or anything you want to shout out? Where can the good people find you? Well, um, first of all, I want to shout out to to you. And uh, I appreciate the the Pro Nerd podcast for having me. I'm a huge fan of your show. Uh, Thank I love you. it. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Sour the Creator. I'll also be doing YouTube tips and motivation uh, YouTube videos for game development. Um, you know, I appreciate your time and thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have both the links to his social media accounts and his YouTube channel in the episode's description. So be on the lookout for that whenever the episode launches. Thank you again, Justin. We really appreciate you coming and spending some time with us today. And I can't wait to see what you do in the future. And anytime you're ready to share about like a big game development or maybe even a huge update for either one of these games, just hit me up. We're, we're going to have cool. you back on the show. I have I appreciate your time and uh, have a good one. So that's it for today's show. I want to take a moment to thank Justin, aka Sour J, once again for joining us today. Go check out his games on Steam, Dead Event, and Movie Quest. There's also a link to the games in the description of this episode. Just a reminder, you can get the show on the Pro Nerd Report YouTube channel as well as all your favorite podcast services. If you liked what you heard, please leave a dope review and subscribe. It really help out the podcast a lot. The Pro Nerd Report releases every single week and brings you the dopest guests and topics in the nerd community. This has been your host, Sebastian. I can be found at Sebastian23 on all social media platforms. I want to thank you again for joining us, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.